Nate here. And real quick, I just want to let you know that we've opened our Thanksgiving or Black Friday pricing, whatever you want to call it, on any bundle, including the total bundle. The coupon code that you need to use on the purchase page is TURKEY. So the word TURKEY. Now, if you're new to Superfast CPA, we have two core products to help you with your CPA study process. We have the pro course and then the study tools which are the review notes, the audio notes, and our mobile-friendly quizzes. So the pro course is not a review course. It goes along with your main review course. The pro course is a series of videos that walks you through every aspect of the study process with a focus on how to use your main review course much, much more efficiently. The strategies are exactly what I did to pass all four CPA exams in three months while I was working full-time studying just two hours a day on weekdays, and then about four to six hours on the weekends. Now, the idea isn't necessarily about passing extremely fast. It's more about learning to study effectively so that you get excellent results from the time that you do spend studying so that you can spend less time sitting in front of your review course. And when you study effectively, this naturally leads to passing faster because you're avoiding failing sections. Now the idea with our study tools is very simple, yet it makes complete sense why our clients get such good results from the study tools. So the idea is this, as you go through your normal day, whenever you'd normally look at your phone, which for the average person is over 100 times a day, instead of browsing social media, you instead just read a few pages in the review notes or take a mini quiz. And then when you're driving or working out or doing other things where you can be listening to something, you would just use the audio notes. Now this adds two to three hours a day of extra study time, and that equals over 100 extra hours of study time by the time you get to test day. So 100 extra hours of review time will obviously lead to improved scores. So if you have all four sections left, the total bundle is what you'd want because that gives you the pro course and the study tools. Now, if you're comfortable with how your main study sessions are already going with your main review course, but you want the added insurance that the mini sessions and our study tools can provide, then you just add the study tools bundle so that you can start improving your retention and understanding of all the topics by using our study tools from your phone as you go about your normal day. This promotion only lasts until the end of November, so go to our purchase page at superfastcpa.com and grab your bundle today. Again, the coupon code is TURKEY. Okay, back to the episode. So I used, honestly, the review notes more than probably the, the course in the end. Welcome to episode 27 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you'll hear me talk with Emma. She is a now CPA and a past Superfast CPA customer. The things to listen for on this interview Like the other interviews, we cover a lot of stuff from the big picture of the study process to a lot of the nitty gritty strategies and study tips, everything from the daily process to figuring out what's important in your daily lessons, how to move through material fast to the final review to test day tips. We basically go through the whole thing, but two specific things to listen to. The first thing is uh, she also like some of the other interviews, she heavily used our review notes to frame, that's the word she uses, and I like that word, the way she explains it. She uses or used our review notes to frame all the details that were in the lessons in her review course. So obviously, if you're going to go deep into a lesson, that's what your review course is for. But there are so many details within one lesson in a review course that it's hard to put them together or put them in context of how they might appear in questions or which details are the most testable and which ones aren't as testable or likely to appear. And so what she explains is she used our review notes very heavily to frame all these details and put them together contextually or in an easier to understand format, basically to get the big picture understanding of each lesson She uses them in other ways too, which she explains in the interview. The other thing is she talks about the process in the beginning. She spent the first few months really struggling with the material, not really knowing what to do with all the material. And then by understanding 
what was important and coming to view the study process just a little bit differently. She went from seeing the study process as this big, intangible, ambiguous nightmare to a very, a very doable daily step-by-step process. And the whole thing just became much easier to handle, much less stressful for her. And she got great results. She went four for four after adopting our study strategies and just not viewing the study process as such a impossible task, but having a very set routine to follow just really allowed her to focus, get straight to work when she sat down to study. She knew she was making progress. And from there, uh, she went four for four on her exams. So congrats to her for being done. Now being a CPA, having that behind her. And uh, if this is your first thing that you've come across from Superfast CPA, or if you still have not taken the time to do one of these yet or watch one of these free trainings, what I'm getting at here is pretty much all of these interviews, when we when I talk to them, the first thing they came across or they watched or looked at from us, from Superfast CPA, was our free one-hour training session. That's a great tool. It's free because it allows us to explain this study process that we keep talking about from start to finish, walk you through it. You get to see for yourself if the ideas and the strategies make sense or ideally makes more sense than what you're currently doing. And, uh, you know, from there, if you want our help, great. If not, I mean, we, I've actually received emails from people that never actually purchased our tools or anything, but they drastically changed how they studied just from watching one of these free one-hour training sessions, and then they went on to pass. So you can you know, use it however you want, but the point is these free one-hour training sessions will walk you through in a very coherent way from start to finish what your daily study process should look like, and it's specifically about how to use your review course much more effectively. It's how to have the perfect two-hour training session where what we claim is that you can get more done in these two hours. Again, once you have a step-by-step routine, it's like you do these steps in order to move through the new material. This is how you dissect a lesson. You can get more done in one of these two-hour blocks than someone studying four to five hours the normal way. So to register for one of those trainings, go to our website, superfastcpa.com. You can easily find a link from the homepage or you can go to or you can text the word pass now as one word so text pass now to 44222 and we'll send you back a link to register for one of the upcoming training sessions so all that being said let's get into this interview with Emma and I accidentally cut out the first part so it kind of jumps in where we're already talking I have to admit to being pretty busy with work especially these days but um part of the reason I liked the study guide so much was I think because they fit in with everything. So I passed all four parts. Um, the most recent one just this past month. So nice. Um, it was really good. That's awesome. Yeah. What was your, uh, what was your last section that you took? It was far. So um, definitely saves the worst for last. I don't know that I would recommend anyone else do that, but it, it was what happened and what worked. So in the end, you know, I'm not complaining, but yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely was just like really pushing there at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you're done, doesn't matter how you did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So basically, I mean, if you've heard some of the other interviews, we'll just kind of talk through your study process or your, mm-hmm. you know, CPA journey or whatever. And I just mm-hmm. kind of have questions that'll kind of guide us through that. Let's start at the beginning. Um, what, mm-hmm. Actually, a new one I've been asking people is what got you into accounting in general? Do you have any relatives that are CPAs? I do have an aunt, though that is not why I um, joined uh-huh. accounting. I was actually in engineering for the first two years of my um, undergrad career and kind of decided that even though it sounds funny that I needed more people interaction and so accounting felt like a good way to go for me. Yeah. Um, I really liked the math and the problem solving aspects. I think I was less fond of physics. So um, that was kind of what really got me into accounting. And I think the people that were in the program that I was in were what made me want to stay. Um, I didn't quite realize it was going to be, you know, signing up for the CPA and all that. But um, once I sort of started figuring out the lingo, I think it was a lot of catching up to do. So um, 
like I didn't even know what big four were. I didn't know um, the yeah. public versus private. None of that was um, really something that was known to me, but it, it's not obviously that hard to pick up. So it just took some, some extra time. Yeah. That's funny. That's, that's exactly kind of my experience. Uh, the beginning, I was just in general business and the uh, whatever the intro accounting classes were just the ones I just naturally yeah, got A's liked. in. I liked how it made perfect sense, you know, completely logical. Right. And then I, yeah, same thing. I didn't know the whole thing. I just switched to specifically accounting and then you take the upper level classes and you kind of realize most people go into this thing called public accounting. You get your CPA. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is a lot. This, this thing that I signed up for is really a, it's a true career. Uh, mm-hmm. if you, if you want to make it that obviously it doesn't have to be for everyone, but it, it, it definitely lends itself to a pretty regimented like career. I would say if you want that. Yeah. And so when did the study process start for you? So I was a little unique in that I, um, graduated with enough credits to not have to do a master's program. Um, so nice. it, it really started, um, a few months after I graduated just because, I was a little younger and, and they, um, in the state where I am, they don't take applications until you turn 21. So once I, I did that and everything, I started studying. So it was about three months after I graduated. And I would definitely say there's one thing I wish I could have changed. It was starting that process earlier. And mm-hmm. also I think starting that process a little more open-minded to the study methods that were going to fit me. Because I think so many people push you into certain products that, look really great from the outside and are all encompassing and are really intense. And for me, it just like, I never really committed to any of them. Um, I tried a couple and really ended up not passing any parts until I started using super fast actually. So that was kind of interesting and funny that like I tried all these, you know, that work I'm sure great for other people, but for me, yeah. especially, especially working full time, it was like not in the books to just have something that overwhelming in my study time, which was my free time. So. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I guess to get more specific, did you, you sounds like you just got one of the big main review courses Yeah. and you just kind of started, so you know, I, I always talk about the normal way of studying where you just assume you're supposed to watch every lecture, read every chapter. Yeah. yeah how, how was that for you in the beginning? What was, how did you attempt so, to study in the beginning? Yeah. So in the beginning, I actually tried two different review courses um, and very type A, really wanted to go for it. And the one of them was um, you would take an assessment at the beginning and it was um, like supposed to be 400 questions or something like that. And you would, it would decide based on that, what, what things you would study, but it would give you like maybe 15 minute like videos to watch that weren't really connected at all. And so mm-hmm. my problem with that was really that I couldn't put together any of the pieces in the story. Like I couldn't figure out any of the big picture concepts. I had no idea what was going on overall. And when I went to take an exam with that kind of mindset, I think I just got lost in, in it and was too overwhelmed and too stressed to kind of realize that sometimes you can figure out the answer just based on what the question, how the question is phrased or something like that. Mm-hmm. The second review course was one of the um, bigger ones that does it more traditionally with the, you know, starting at point A lectures all the way through like modules in between. And that was just, it was just too much time. I understand that a lot of people say, you know, you need a certain number of hours to pass, but I think I learned a lot in school and I would just get discouraged when I was reading the same things over and over again and knowing that like I kind of already knew that in the back of my head and I wasn't picking up any new information because there was just too much for me to go through after a 40, 40, 50, 60 hour week. Like it was just too much. So that was kind of when I realized I had to start looking into other ways to study that maybe like weren't as normal in public accounting because I think a lot of people do sort of normalize like the bigger ones that are kind of like catch all for like, they're supposed to work for everyone. But mm-hmm. So ha- did you actually go and take sections during that time? Mm-hmm. So I took two sections and I failed both of them. One with, I took one with the sort of. The diagnostic the, one. Yeah. And um, 
wasn't, they weren't horrible scores. Like I didn't fail by a ton. Um, like I said, I think I learned a decent amount in my actual undergrad courses and I've always just liked the field of accounting. So it's not like it was hard for me to study it, but, um, the second, the second time when I failed that second course, it was rag and odd that I audit that I failed. Um, and particularly I think discouraging for me because I was, I'm in tax. And so yeah. <laughs> reg kind of felt like a really, I was like, maybe I am not meant for this, that, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not able to pass even studying. So, and I think part of it too, was being honest with myself that like there, the reality was I was not studying as much as I could have been because those review courses were just, they were just overload of information. It was like a lot of stuff I didn't need to know a lot of introductory paragraphs that would just make me want to stop studying immediately. And like, that's just not the way I I learn or how I like reading information that way. Just it doesn't help me. Yeah. So, uh, when you're saying that, it makes me wonder, like, what was the, you know, if you're like spending time studying, but then it's not translating when you take the exams, like what, what was the disconnect? Did you just feel like because you were trying to consume all the information in it that you were just spending most of your time like reading and watching lectures or, or what was like the big disconnect? I think the disconnect was that I, I was spending more time thinking about the process of studying instead of just getting down to it and studying. So like thinking about, okay, well, I have this module today. And like, if I don't finish these three modules this day and, and this, it was, it became so much about, well, I ha- like, I have to study today. And it wasn't something that was easy. Like I couldn't just study the topics that I wanted to when I wanted to in a way that went as slow or as fast as I could. Like, I think it just was not, even though it's, it's weirdly so customizable, it just was not customizable I guess enough for me and I also think that that the way that that information is presented there's so much of it and it's presented over such a broad period of time that I think I really just couldn't see anywhere past the trees I was looking at like I had no idea the breadth of the forest or like what Mm -hmm. what was really going to be on the exam like I I genuinely would get on the exam and look at things and be like I've never heard that before I don't even know what it relates to and so I couldn't even take a, take a stab in the dark at like what it, what it might, what the right answer might've been because I didn't even know what topic realm it was in. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, uh, I mean, that's all, yeah. Sounds very familiar. And so what, what was kind of the big shift in how you, I don't know, any like aha moments and then how that translated into how you studied differently? Yeah. So I think like my first aha moment was when I was, I was on a plane and I was reading the, like the super fast guide and I could read it. I could read whatever pages I wanted to at whatever time I could go back and and physically write and highlight and do whatever. And it wasn't, I I didn't have to have the internet connection on the plane to go through all the modules or downloaded everything separately. And there was, maybe it's kind of old fashioned to me, but I think a lot of my peers seem to indicate that it's a similar way to the way they study that I just needed something more tangible and more clear and concise and not so like, so grandiose in the way it was presented that I couldn't figure out what they were talking about. Like I really just needed, I needed the information that I needed. And when I found the study guides and saw that like someone was presenting it in a way that wasn't, just to impress me with all of their knowledge and the fancy way that they could record videos (laughs) on it. And like, it was just the information that I needed and like needed to learn and could study on my own time. And it wasn't like, I mean, I did study really hard for all the exams and I read all of the review guides many, many times and wrote everything into flashcards. I mean, it was a big process, but it wasn't, I don't think it was quite as intimidating as going into those other review courses where I think it just, I don't know, just it, they didn't seem as inclusive as far as like people who study the way that I study. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I mean like with our stuff, you know, we like our stuff isn't really like a full review course. Yeah. Um, we're using our strategy. Did you watch like the strategy videos, like the study hacks videos and were you applying that to your, uh, current your review course for your main study session and then using our study tools like throughout the day or how yeah did that so, all? so basically 
I'm I'm a big I'm a bigger reader than I am like a lecture watcher. And mm. so I would still read the review course books at, as they were. Um, but I think when it came down to areas where I wasn't really sure how they fit in with a broader topic, I would definitely go to the um, the actual like your review like pronounce I made them into little books the review notes <laughs> yeah so like, you actually it, you actually went and printed them out yeah yeah okay, I printed yeah. them out at like UPS and got them bound and like yeah really have like micro writing on all of them because I think for me part of it was just framing everything like I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to frame any of the information that I was being given um so I used honestly the review notes more than probably the the course in the end hmm. um i think i got most of my like detail information from the course but yeah what was more helpful to me i think ended up being the framing that i got from the review notes which might okay. be an unusual experience but i really think that being able to see where how things fit together was what helped me even on questions i didn't necessarily know the for sure the correct answer to how to frame them in a way that I can maybe figure it out. Well, no, a lot lot of people have been saying that on these uh, interviews. And, you know, I, that's never been how I've told people to use them, but it's like anything, people like figure out better ways. And a lot of these interviews, people have been saying that exact thing where they would start with our review notes, you know, for whatever lesson they're going to go into in their main review course, they read the corresponding section in our notes first to just get like, okay, this is kind of just like you're saying, this is the framework and then it makes it easier to fill in or go deeper and fill in the details. Yeah. And I think too, what was helpful was, like I said, there are a lot of like introductory paragraphs and Mm -hmm. things that maybe even in the lectures, like some of the review course instructors will say, we'll just skip over these pages. They're not as important. And if you're someone like me who really doesn't like watching the videos and like, will just shut shut off as soon as you start trying to. I think that having an idea of what the important concepts are prior to reading the really detailed notes helped me say, okay, this probably isn't as important and then feel comfortable moving to the sections that I could sort of identify based on those, like that almost outline, like what, what was going to be really key. Yeah. Okay. And what did your, uh, like, what did a typical study day look like for you? Were you trying to study two hours before work with your review course stuff. And then like, did you use our, uh, the app at all throughout the day or were you mostly using the printouts you had made? I mostly use the printouts. Like I said, mm-hmm. I might be a little, maybe less than technology savvy, tend to be a little more old fashioned with at least my study stuff. Um, and so generally my day at work starts early enough that I would be studying after work, um, Mm -hmm. probably starting somewhere around 7 p.m. and ending somewhere around 11. Um, On weekends, it would be more like full day. I did probably condense, I would say, the study period that generally people recommend that you study before these exams, um, just as a function of trying to get them done during a short period of time and also um, trying to get them done between busy seasons, I think is always an interesting thing to thing to wrangle but yeah uh it definitely was definitely was more late night study sessions than early morning yeah i mean as long as you're you know obviously you were doing them each day and that that's the big thing i tell people is if you just kind of know that several days out of the week you're just gonna skip it because you're too tired you just can't get yourself to do it you know switch to the mornings but for people that will actually do it, you know, then it really doesn't matter. Yeah, no, and I, I think, like, it probably totally depends on what kind of person you are, like, morning person versus night owl, definitely more of a night owl, so it wasn't hard for me, but had I said I was going to study in the morning, I would not have gotten up a single day, like, there was no, no chance, we'll only get up for work. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's true, you know, what, whatever works really is the main thing, Um, and so, so the, your first two times when you failed, did you do like a traditional final review, which basically is like two weeks of relearning everything? Yeah. So with those ones, with the diagnostic course, there was like less of a final review. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it was more like 
just take as many practice questions as you possibly can. And in that instance, I probably ended up not taking as many practice questions as I could have. And then the second with, with audit, I definitely did a bit of a final review, but I think it was just still too, I still didn't have the right framing to understand what my final review was looking like. I think there was, I remember distinctly feeling just overwhelmed by the amount of information and not understanding how things went together, even, even in that sort of like condensed final review stage, which obviously should have been a pretty good indication that I probably was not (laughs) going to pass that time, but. Okay. And then then after, when you started passing your sections, Mm -hmm. how did that work? Yeah. The final review. Basically the final review I would do through the super fast review notes. And then um, I would highlight in like a certain color, all of the topics that felt like I, I, I just felt uneasy about getting a question in them. So like I'd kind of just do a little bit of a diagnostic on myself. Like if I got a question in this, would I feel comfortable? Mm, probably not. And then I would go back to the actual, like the review course and say, okay, where's that, that section? What can I read on that to make it feel a little more comfortable? So I didn't do, I think, as much the traditional like two week like countdown kind of thing. But yeah. um, I almost think it helped me more identify what my own like sort of weak spots were. I, I feel like even with the diagnostic course, it wasn't very good at identifying maybe the things that like it thought I should study. So yeah. Yeah. See, I don't, and, and all the courses are starting to say stuff like that. Like we use AI and all this yeah. technical lingo. And I, I don't like that idea at all where you do a diagnostic thing. And then based on this one time thing, it's just going to cut out huge parts of the material. Right. Like you're much better off to go, kind of gloss over everything and the stuff that you personally, you know, you're struggling with, then you can kind of narrow it down. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, like it, it made me more confused, the diagnostic course, um, just because I, I would take that, like that for those 400, whatever questions, I would be exhausted from taking 400 questions. That I had no idea what they that were is, about. That is insane. How long did that take? It would take, I mean, like a, a better part of a week for me, honestly. Um, and, yeah, that's 400 questions. Yeah. And in Farr's case, like I didn't even, I kind of gave up on trying that just because it just felt like such a waste of time to take these questions on things that like I genuinely did not know about yet. Like that's mm-hmm. the reason I'm taking the review course is to try and figure out what they are. And I think that, yeah, that it was just like, it was bananas to me that I ever thought that that was like a good way for me <laughs> to study, but that you can get convinced of a lot of things in accounting school. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know which course you're talking about and like I've done a couple of interviews with people that have used it and, you know, uh, liked it or whatever, but they've all mentioned that 400 question diagnostic thing. And that's just, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know me in the way I think I know how this should work. I just, I don't, I don't really like that idea, but yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like I said, it was just making me more confused that I wasn't thinking myself to myself, like, what don't I understand? I kind of just looked at what they said I didn't understand. And I was like, Huh, that's, that's kind of weird. Like, I guess I'll focus on those topics. And really, they weren't the things I had just like not paid attention on those couple multiple choice questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's the other problem with it is possibly basing hours worth of material on right. you maybe misreading one question or getting lucky right, exactly. on a question. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what about Sims? Like, what was your, did your approach to preparing for the Sims evolve, evolve at all? Uh, and when you had it dialed in, like what was working for you with preparing for the Sims? Yeah. So I think for the Sims, the biggest part for me was maybe it's a common theme with me was like not getting overwhelmed with them. So when I did the first, I would say the first couple of days of like, and I usually did simulation prep, like after my final studying. So I guess it was kind of part of my like two week end. Um, and I would take a look at maybe for like a couple days, I would just do simulations where I would look at the question, go back to the topic in the super fast notes, kind of see what like the overarching themes were, see if they kind of compared to what the simulation was asking about. 
And then I would usually go to the actual review course and kind of like read that section, maybe just kind of gloss over it and then try and do the simulation. And I think that just helped me not only cement the ideas that I think were pretty common in Sims, but also I do feel like it helped me stop myself from just losing focus because these questions are just so massive and like overarching and also mm -hmm. like overwhelming at times again yeah. kind of becoming a theme that I like don't really love the overwhelming stuff but um especially with those ones where you're practicing and there's like so many different source documents like yeah I feel like I would I would look at the source documents and become so consumed and like trying to read every detail that I didn't even know what the question was asking anymore yeah. so it really became more a like okay go back to the super fast notes see like what the sort of outline should be and then kind of gloss over the Ruby course from there okay. and then obviously solving through the actual simulation and by like I would say three or four days of maybe doing like an hour or two of that I would sort of just take them on their own and like see what I could do without referencing notes and I think that also helped because like I said, like it cemented ideas in my head that obviously are pretty pervasive in terms of the Sims. Like they don't ask that many types of questions. They kind of pick around the same topics. Um, mm -hmm. So that was, that was definitely, I think good for the way that I learn. Yeah. With that, uh, like what I'm always telling people is the timing or time management is so crucial. That's like the biggest test day thing for the Sims because mm -hmm. kind of like you say, or said it takes a few minutes to just read through a sim to make sure you're understanding what it's even wanting you to do. And so yeah. did you have specific timelines in mind on test day for like getting through the multiple choice question testlets or what were you aiming for? I didn't. Um, I tend to read really quickly. So I just never yeah. had a problem with timing. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't offer any real advice in that scenario. Yeah, well, I, um, right. I, I didn't either. So yeah, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looking for a certain answer. But yeah. Yeah. No, I would say that my goal was like, if I wasn't, if I was really struggling with the multiple choice and wasn't done by like, I don't want to say an hour and a half because that sounds bad, but like, yeah, definitely an hour and a half. Um, usually I would be done with multiple choice by like an hour and then I would sort of just go from there. Um, yeah. I will say that I definitely learned in my many, many test taking instances that like just trusting my gut was one of the biggest things. And I know people always say that. And especially in the CPA exam, it's hard because you'll read a question and then you're like, I think that that actually applies to that last question that I thought that I knew the answer to, but now I'm not sure. Like really in the end, I think better to go with your gut than to think because you probably if you've studied enough you probably know it somewhere in the back of your head yeah. so I think that became more important than time management was just not getting like um stuck on over analyzing things that I kind of already knew yeah and that that is a big thing uh that I talk about a lot is reading obviously reading the words but like thinking about what the words mean just from a common sense mm -hmm. standpoint yeah. And so much of this is just so logical and flows down to it. Like it does make sense. And so, yeah, even topics you're not sure about if you read it and just think about what's the idea of this. Yeah. yeah. You, right. And, and people do, I think, I don't know, say hype it up. That sounds, um, well, it sounds not professional, but it also doesn't really sound um, applicable, but it really is like people, amp you up to taking this you know extremely hard exam that is going to be the worst of your life and the whole year you take it is is miserable and I think it it makes it this beast that it doesn't need to be which I think is a, a reason exactly. that I appreciate it I think I totally appreciated the guides for what they were which was acknowledging that like yes it's hard yes it's a lot of information but it is not this monster that is completely insurmount like it is completely passable you really just have to like keep your wits about you and mm -hmm. and really like focus on what you're doing and, and put in the work and that you know it's not this it's not this thing that you can't do which is which is even around like a lot of undergraduate programs and even around a lot of public accounting firms like it's sort of this like you know horror story like the year that you take your cpa exams yeah and i don't think it i don't think it needs to be that i mean like i have two dogs like i'm working full time like i don't i definitely like wasn't putting in 
160 hours, 120 hours per exam. Like I passed it without that. And sure, probably could have gotten higher scores had I maybe put in that, but yeah, I I passed and that's what really matters in the end. Yeah. That, that is a huge thing. Uh, I tell people a lot of times in emails, people will be like, I'm doing this all day. I spend this much time and I'm just feeling like I'm not even getting this. And I think I end up telling people all the time is like, okay, you're this, the exams, they are hard, like they're difficult, but I think you're making the daily process way too complicated. It's you're making this way too hard. You know, you just do this, you know, and that's one thing kind of people see our, uh, our site, like the super fast name. And sometimes they'll get comments like you can't just, there are no shortcuts on the CPA exam. You know, I'll be like, well, that's true, but there are definitely shortcuts to figuring out what's relevant, what's going to be tested, and then spending time on those things instead of trying to learn everything in the review course. Right. And instead of like, I think a lot of the review courses, it just always felt to me like they were just trying to like impress upon me the like, just every single piece of knowledge that could be imparted. And like the reality is like what I'm going to learn a lot of is like what I'm doing in my job every day. And yes, I want to know all of the basics, a lot of the details. Like I do want to know all of this stuff, but I think even just the mindset behind some of the review course, the traditional ones like was just frustrating at times, especially working full time and working busy season hours and just trying to figure out how to fit in two hours a day, let alone, you know, when they're saying, well, you need to be studying full time for, you know, however many weeks before. Um, yeah. So it was really just like, I think, and I think that's like, that was probably the turning point was with super fast realizing that like the CPA exams were not this insane, unpassable set mm-hmm. of standards. Like it was doable and I could do it. And that's when I kind of set my mind to it. And I guess I started passing them. So Nice. Did you, uh, did you go four for four after that turning point or? Mm -hmm. Oh, you did. did. Yeah. Nice. So felt great. Yeah. Even I passed all of those within a year, which is not that impressive compared to some people, but I think impressive considering, um, having a full busy season and then half of the fall tax busy season in there and working some, some pretty rough hours and even taking an exam during that. And I'm happy with it. I mean, I oh, yeah, definitely, definitely do not ever want to go back and take any of them again, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said just for like, yeah, so many people make it and probably you would say looking back your first few attempts, you were making it harder than it had to be. Yeah. Um, for sure. And once that kind of clicks again, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's just, it is so much easier than mm-hmm. kind of what people are putting themselves through until they figure out the study process that works. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's so doable. And I think accountants tend to be people who I think are usually up for a challenge, but are also probably a bit type A or like little anxiety, like mm-hmm. uh, driven some, sometimes, maybe not all the time, but I definitely have seen that with peers where like, I think half the battle is honestly realizing that it's doable and that you don't have that you're spending so much time worrying about the process of studying than what you're studying. And like, that's not gonna, that definitely will not get you a pass. Like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about just spending time to doing what you're going to do on test day instead of yeah. yeah, Reading every detail, watching every video. That's awesome. Okay. So we've kind of gone through everything. So I guess just to end, cause we talked about your final review process, how you, went through sims or maybe just one question I didn't ask specifically when you are going through uh, multiple choice questions how would you explain the process that you went through to like if you came to a calculation question how would you deal with those to kind of try and learn the material or yeah just what was your mindset as you were going through multiple choice questions as far as a learning tool yeah so multiple choice like obviously are a huge portion of the exam so like very key to practice. And I think my mindset when going through them was sort of similar to the Sims, which was, I would always 
take the multiple choice first without like any study material like even near me so there was no Mm -hmm. temptation to check them out I would just take it um I would usually do like a series of you know 10 12 15 20 whatever it was like depending on what section I was in and then it might be kind of controversial but unless I got them wrong I would not specifically review them and that is because I can sometimes easily confuse myself and then in the exam go, doing that like second t- second look at questions like yeah I'll cement in my head well oh yeah what it, like this was correct because it wasn't this way but I remember I, I reviewed it earlier and I think to myself well like maybe I reviewed it because I had actually gotten it wrong and so I don't give myself that opportunity and what I did was if I got it wrong I would look at the um like the sims I would look at the um the super fast guide, I would sort of look at the outline. I'd say to myself, if I could figure out based on like that sort of like outline, what, why I thought I got it wrong, I may or may not go to the review course to get a better in-depth look. Um, a lot yeah. of times it was just like a wording issue that I had sort of read too fast or, or if it was a calculation thing, it was just because I didn't understand the formula quite as well as I should have. Um, in which case, generally the super fast guides were enough. And then I would make a flashcard on it, on that topic, so that into my flashcard deck, whether I had already written one on that topic or I hadn't, like it was going to be in there and I would have to review it every time. And the flashcards were really important because like no matter where I was, whether I was like sitting at at lunch at work or sitting in the car or like, you know, wherever, like Mm -hmm. now I don't really, now we're not going anywhere. So it wasn't as relevant, but like I would just pull out the flashcards and study five, 10, 20 at a time. And I would put them away. I would give my brain a break. Like I wouldn't worry about it, but it was just like constantly refreshing the concepts in my head, which like you said, like it is something where if you're going to sit down and commit to it, like you do have to do it every day, at -hmm. least some small part of it. Like there were days when I only got in half an hour to an hour of studying, but at least I was like staying in that mindset and learning new things um, instead of sort of like erasing the things I had learned before. So uh, so that made me think of two questions. Were you making handwritten flashcards or were you doing them? Oh, you were? I was making handwritten because when I was in high school, sort of a weird like study tip. I, and I don't know if this is common or not, but I was in Latin class and um, the Latin teacher taught us that like, if you write your flashcards with like lowercase on one side and uppercase on the other side, you'll actually remember better. And I don't know <laughs> if it was a like placebo <laughs> thing to get us to not... <laughs> Yeah. I, I genuinely have no idea where the origin of it was, but I mean, I've studied that way ever since and yeah. it seemed to work fine. I also think that physically, for me, physically writing things, like I know there's some apps that you can do flashcards on your phone. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, for me, physically writing them was, I think, more important. I think for a lot of people, maybe having written ones would not be helpful because they could easily be lost or um, yeah. dam- damaged but uh for me it was it was the writing that I think probably cemented things yeah yeah and whether you do the digital kind or uh handwritten that's a minor detail <laughs> but on all these interviews what I've noticed is like almost everyone like they do the little things differently but yeah. there are like these pillar things to the study process that all of you guys did yeah really? uh, and I mean, same as me too. And flashcards was a huge thing. Some people, you know, they had like a note taking system from college that they always did. So they didn't do flashcards. But I think the key thing is you had some process of, again, when you personally don't understand a topic, putting it in your own words and you writing it out versus just using, you know, like the 2000 flashcards that come with your review course that's kind of mm-hmm. the same problem. Those were written by an accounting professor in yeah. like the dry lingo. You need to be <laughs> able to like put something in your own words. Yeah. yeah. And I, I actually, for the first two exams I took for rag and audit, the, the first times when I failed them, I did use the flashcards that came with the more diagnostic. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I memorized a lot of those and I, don't even know now like what some of them like they're so they're so oddly phrased and so misplaced Uh you're like I don't even know what concept it relates to and that's not helping anyone like I can understand I can be a human dictionary but if I don't know what it means like it's not really going to help anyone not in my professional life and certainly not on the CPA exam so right 
Yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, and that's just another issue with, I keep saying this, but the thing I tell people constantly, you can watch the whole video lecture. And even if you pay attention and think you got it, translating that or applying that to answering questions is totally different. You can still feel completely lost when you open up the practice questions. So yeah, there's that whole thing is like, you have to capture the understanding, not just memorize the words in front of you. Right. Yeah, totally. Okay. So this has been really good, but I don't want to keep you on here forever. Um, If you were going to give people studying one big takeaway or your top three tips, what, what, what would you say those would be? I mean, I think top three tips, like first, don't make it worse than it needs to be. Yeah. And I know that sounds like a really cough out of a tip, but like, just don't do it. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough, but like, it's, it's not undoable. And if you, if you got through an accounting program, you can definitely do it. Second, like sit down and be honest with yourself about how you're actually going to study, because if you're going to use those big review courses and that's how you learn great. And if you're like me and you're probably not going to like, it's not worth buying two or three of them. And then, never using any of them to their full capacity because it's just not the way you learn. And then I guess the third one would just be like, be honest with yourself about how much time you're studying. So if you are spending a lot of time worrying about the review courses and like the way they're set up and whether or not you're getting the right modules done and the right sims done, but like you're not actually sitting down and learning, Mm -hmm. probably not going to go as well as even though you've put it, you've technically been sitting at your desk studying for six or seven hours. Like if you were spending most of that time just thinking about how much you wish you were doing other things or how much, like how many other modules you have to do today, the trick, like it's just not going to translate to a a passing score on the exam. I mean, if it does, that's great, but probably won't. Yep. Yeah. You have to be, yeah. Study time has to be active learning. And that's another thing Mm -hmm. people get so focused on how many hours do I need to spend? And I'll be like, well, I mean, you could spend 400 and still not pass. I mean, you can spend each hour completely differently. If you're just kind of spinning your wheels, rewatching lectures and you could yeah, spend a thousand hours and you won't pass. So yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, yeah, it was awesome to talk to you and congrats on being done. That's, (laughs) that's awesome. You went four for four after, you know, kind of once it started to click. So that was the interview with Emma. If you've listened to the whole thing to this point, I'm assuming you found that very helpful and valuable in putting together your own study process. Now, I think the big benefit of all these interviews, especially if you listen to several of them, or even better, most or all of them, you obviously get a conglomeration of the big things that all these people had in common with their study process, But it's also very helpful to kind of hear the same key points over and over until it really starts to click with you. And you don't have to sit or when you do sit down to study, you don't have to really think about what you should do. You start to have a very good idea of what really works and what to spend your time doing. So if you found these episodes helpful, please take a second and look up the podcast in your favorite podcast app and leave a review and a rating for the podcast. We put a lot of time and effort into these podcasts, and I will say it again, I really think that besides actual study material itself, these are the most helpful thing anywhere available online for free that a CPA candidate can use to improve their own study process and save themselves time, narrow down to doing things or spending time on the things that work instead of languishing and struggling and being lost in the sea of material. So please leave a review and a rating and then share this with somebody that is also studying for their CPA exams. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Nate here again, just in case you missed the first message. Real quick, I just want to let you know that we've opened our Thanksgiving or Black Friday pricing, whatever you want to call it, on any bundle, including the total bundle. The coupon code that you need to use on the purchase page is TURKEY. 
so the word turkey. Now, if you're new to Superfast CPA, we have two core products to help you with your CPA study process. We have the pro course and then the study tools, which are the review notes, the audio notes, and our mobile-friendly quizzes. So the pro course is not a review course. It goes along with your main review course. The pro course is a series of videos that walks you through every aspect of the study process with a focus on how to use your main review course much, much more efficiently. The strategies are exactly what I did to pass all four CPA exams in three months while I was working full-time, studying just two hours a day on weekdays, and then about four to six hours on the weekends. Now, the idea isn't necessarily about passing extremely fast. It's more about learning to study effectively so that you get excellent results from the time that you do spend studying so that you can spend less time sitting in front of your review course. And when you study effectively, this naturally leads to passing faster because you're avoiding failing sections. Now, the idea with our study tools is very simple, yet it makes complete sense why our clients get such good results from the study tools. So the idea is this. As you go through your normal day, whenever you'd normally look at your phone, which for the average person is over 100 times a day, instead of browsing social media, you instead just read a few pages in the review notes or take a mini quiz. And then when you're driving or working out or doing other things where you can be listening to something, you would just use the audio notes. Now this adds two to three hours a day of extra study time, and that equals over 100 extra hours of study time by the time you get to test day. So 100 extra hours of review time will obviously lead to improved scores. So if you have all four sections left, the total bundle is what you'd want because that gives you the pro course and the study tools. Now, if you're comfortable with how your main study sessions are already going with your main review course, but you want the added insurance that the mini sessions and our study tools can provide, then you just add the study tools bundle so that you can start improving your retention and understanding of all the topics by using our study tools from your phone as you go about your normal day. This promotion only lasts until the end of November, so go to our purchase page at superfastcpa.com and grab your bundle today. Again, the coupon code is TURKEY. Okay, back to the episode. 